dedicated, obsessed, focused. This is the Masters of Fitness podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 21 of the Masters of Fitness podcast. What's going on, Thad? Man, <laughs> is this the, <laughs> I, was, uh, <laughs> I was getting all my stuff straight. <laughs> this is the 21st episode, and Thad always manages not to turn his uh, sound yeah. off on his phone. I think it's like a, uh, I think it's kind of <laughs> your running gag now, Thad. You do it on purpose. <laughs> now, so, now, nah, welcome to Masters of Fitness, guys. And today, you know, we don't have a guest today. So, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about home, not home gym, uh, What's in your gym bag? Gym bag essentials. Gym bag essentials. What you think about that? That well, anyway, you've been MIA for the last, I wouldn't say MIA, but you've been a busy man building this chicken coop. I know we <laughs> yeah, gonna, I know we're gonna talk about I know we're gonna talk about home gym, uh not home gym, uh gym bag essentials and what you need in your gym bag or whatnot. But this man Thad has built a luxurious uh chicken coop. Yeah, buddy. Um how long did it take you to do that? This um, yeah. it's almost, somebody put <laughs> almost two mean, weeks. I just thought that was pretty funny. Lisa Allen put on oh, uh, gym bag deodorant. <laughs> I agree. All right, now what you was saying? Two weeks, right? Yeah, I've been working on this chicken coop for almost two weeks, and um, I knew it was going to be a pretty good little project. <clears throat> but once I got rolling in it, you know, uh, one thing leads to another, and. I've got a, a nice little uh, luxurious palace for my four little hens out there in the backyard. It's come out nice, man. It it really looks good. But um, I, I hope nobody ever asks me to build one for them because I don't think they can afford me. <laughs> <laughs> so now I you see what people, people pay all that extra money for labor. So tying this all back into fitness and health, so now that would be able to have fresh – fresh eggs that he knows like we always say always know where your source of food comes from mm -hmm. and what better way of doing that is by farming and raising your own food yourself so congratulations on that part man that's a uh oh, yeah that's a huge deal and don't forget about your buddy over here when we mm -hmm. uh when you have all those extra eggs that you and cc and staten can't eat all those eggs that y'all gonna be producing these so. chickens should put out um i think it's a little over 300 eggs a year is what they're supposed to do and i have four of them so I'd have about 1,200 eggs a year. I, I, that's probably about how many I eat. Hey, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're a pretty healthy guy. You like eating eggs, man. So, <laughs> all right. So jumping right back in. So jumping back into the topic, man, gym bag essentials. I know I'm a, uh, I'm a guy that lives with my gym bag in my truck all day long. I carry it where it go. I think you kind of the same way too, right? That is yeah, just my, like, my gym bag goes everywhere I go. It's like I'm always ready for a workout, no matter what. No matter what, I'm ready for a workout. So I know both me and you, we have the uh, that highly gym bag. Yeah. That I'm sad to that I'm sad to say is uh is now discontinued. You think is it discontinued or are they just not selling them anymore? Uh man, I I don't know. I haven't really nosed around on their site in quite a while. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, last time I looked on the last time I looked them. on the site, the uh. All it had was the highly duffel bag on there, and what I and it's sad to say because it was actually a legit, a legit bag. Hold on, if I'm oh, pull my I, bag up here for a second. I like my bag. There it is. That's it. Gonna set this. 
this bag is like uh this bag is like mini luggage. I mean, this was we, brought, we got we both got our bags about uh three years almost three years ago. Three years ago, and I had and I I will be honest to say I don't have one scratch, one thread missing, and I use like I use I'm pretty tough on my bag. I carry it to mm-hmm. work. I take it on trips. Uh, uh, throw sweaty gym equipment in there. I throw stanky shoes, smelly clothes, and this thing is takes a beating and it just keeps on keeps on going. But it's a, it was a pretty good bag. It was oh, yeah. about I, I love it. And at the time, it was about two. I think it was two fifty. We ended up getting a discount code, yeah. discount code on the bag. So, but with all so before you could put things into your gym bag, you have to have a quality gym bag. So that kind of goes right. into our next point is the fact that don't go cheap on your gym bag. I could no. <laughs> I, I got a garage full of cheap gym bags out there that I that I've never liked any of them until I um I paid big money for this one, and um it's been the last one I've I've you know I bought. Yeah, I think uh, as experience with my wife, I didn't, I didn't got Naomi like you said, all those little, you know, those thirty dollar bags from mm-hmm. Academy that has like the Adidas on the front. There's that real cheap thin nylon zippers, not good. They maybe last for about two months, but when you really invest in a really, really good bag, those things last a long time and serve yeah, a, a dual purpose. I know uh, yep. Nike has a really good bag. Uh, Reebok. I used to have a Reebok bag before I had this Holly bag that somebody actually stole out of my truck. I love that Reebok bag. It was kind of the same type of setup that was real deep and you know very big. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noble has a bag. I like. I kind of. I kind of like the look at it. I like that look at uh that Noble bag as well too. It's a real that new streamlined look. Yeah, there's some pretty sharp looking bags. Uh, who else had built for athletes? Have you ever heard of that brand before? Mm, I hadn't heard of that one. It's that kind of that uh, it's that military. I'll say military, military style uh backpack with the you know you can put the patches on it motif. And I know those mm-hmm. bags run about uh seventy, seventy nine, seventy nine, eighty dollars. And even it's kind of in line with the uh bear complex, the kind of bear complex bag they have too. And they yeah. actually have two bags, which is I think is a sixty liter bag and a forty liter bag or whatever. That's uh that's actually pretty big. So bear complex. Yeah, Bear Complex. Have you seen theirs before? Man, I, I probably have. I'm just not, I'm not real, real familiar with them. <laughs> that is the type of guy that gives one brand and he rocks out with it. No, I'm <laughs> telling you, man, ever since I have this one, I hadn't even looked at a gym bag and, and since I've gotten this thing. You talking to no a guy need. who's back. <laughs> I'm I'm bad crazy. I got like eight, I got like eight gym bags. Uh I know this is not a gym bag, but I found this brand on YouTube. Not on YouTube, on Instagram called Baboon to the Moon or whatever. And it's uh it's some pretty, it's some like, you know, some pretty cool looking bags. So I'm a big, I'm a bag fiend. I look for I'm, I look for bags, new bags all the time. I'm eyeballing this noble bag, but I just can't just can't push yeah. myself in two hundred dollars on a bag. When I have well, a bag that's purpose. You might as well good. go ahead and pull the trigger, Ernest, because you're gonna get it. No, 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 I'm not you're gonna talking, get it. You're talking like that. You're gonna get it. No, I do the same thing. How I pulled the trigger on that uh, on that assault runner. Yeah. No, but yeah, when you get your gym bag, folks, make sure you uh spend. Don't be afraid. I would say a good price anywhere between eighty and a hundred dollars get you in that mid range good bag. One fifty to two hundred, 
you can probably get a bag that's probably your top end type bags. And that'll be very good to not only use for the gym, but also use when you're traveling and have a lot of compartments into it. So, and always like I say, make sure. And one thing I always look for is the nylon. Make sure it's very good nylon or canvas material. And one thing I always, one thing I underestimated with the cheaper bags is the zipper. Right. I was fixing to say that you might you better uh, pay close attention to the zipper. What is it? That YKK? Is it the YKK zippers that are the ones that are uh, that are very durable, very tough? I think the Holly bag has the YKK zippers on it as well. So don't understand the YKK on the zipper, but don't underestimate the quality of the zipper. Cheap zippers, when you stuff them, that's when a good zipper comes into play. When you stuff your bag, putting it in there, pulling on the zipper, throwing it down. Once that zipper goes, that's it. Uh, right. make, you, make sure you get one that's a good size. And not to Large. mention um, getting a, you get a little bit of sweat on them and they, they'll just freeze up on you. Are you talking about the zipper part? The zippers, yeah. A lot of oh, those I little never, cheap uh, ones, you get them real sweaty or something like that and they, they'll, lock, they'll lock up on you. What causes them to lock up? Just the sweat. The from sweat? The, um, the, Does it kind of rust the material or just make it? Uh, it just kind of gets a corrosion on top of oh, it. Oh, corrosion, okay. And it just corrodes up, and you can't use the gum things. Man, see that stuff, and that's like I say, quality zippers on a gym bag mm. is something that you cannot underestimate. There's nothing more frustrating than having a fifty dollar bag <laughs> and a zipper breaks on it in one month, and then you got to go spend another fifty dollars on a bag. Yeah. So that's so. Then consider the quality of the bag is the number one start to having a good gym bag. Uh, something that you know that could do a purpose if you're not afraid of uh. If you're not afraid to you, if you're not afraid of uh, spending a lot of money, think about a bag that can not only serve as your gym bag but as a traveling bag for all your equipment. So they allow you to uh, to wash. Yeah, I don't think gym bags are uh, a gym bags machine washable. Do you just kind of wipe them out? I don't know. I I would wash this one. Have you put that one in a washing machine before? I have it, but I would if I felt like I needed to. Yeah, so Lisa, be, what I I'm be scared to watch this. Yeah, I think I, what I do a lot of times is I just once I uh, get to that point where I just can't stand the smell of my bag anymore, <laughs> I just uh, I'll just you know take all the stuff out and wipe it out real good with uh, with Lysol, Lysol wipes or Clorox Clorox wipes or whatever. But a lot of bags you can put them in the washing machine and kind of wash them on like a very gentle cycle. I wouldn't suggest putting them in the dryer. I would suggest opening it up and letting it air dry yeah. outside. Just yeah. to kind of keep the integrity of the uh, equipment uh, uh, materials all in line. So, yeah, definitely. So that covers gym bag. Make sure you get a gym bag, dual purpose that you can load up, put stuff in there, work clothes, gym shoes. You know, something that you could throw all your stuff into. Food, if not, uh, all kind of fun stuff. So, moving on from gym bags, and like I say, we will post uh, all the bags that we personally use. And that we talk about will be uh, in the description in our uh, YouTube videos. So you can go back and check those out. So, what's well, so I think next? So what is so what so what does Thad have in his gym bag right now? If you open up that that uh, sweaty bag, what's in there, Thad? Well, <clears throat> you want to know everything that's in it? Well, not everything. The most important stuff. <laughs> I've got uh, my lacrosse balls. I have the uh, the peanut, the two lacrosse balls taped together. I have my the 
green screen's messing with it. I have just my regular single lacrosse ball. And I, in my opinion, those are the most important things in my in my bag right there. What's that? That's my lacrosse balls. So let's I, oh, so let's, I uh, honestly feel like this is probably probably some of the best things I have in my bag are the most used besides right, my, so take, my hand grips uh, and stuff like that. So let's take a step back. So what as you can see, I have my uh I have a lacrosse ball as well, which I have a uh a rogue brand lacrosse ball, and I think these run about what eight bucks or something like that. But yeah, I've always just bought bought mine off of Amazon. Amazon, uh, okay. Yeah. So explain uh, to people. One, what of, one of our listeners out here, I see he's listening right now. Mike Burkett, he gave mm -hmm. me this. His, <laughs> um, his sons actually played lacrosse. Oh really? Uh -huh. And so what it is is so this is like. So this is a legit, it's a cross ball. I mean, a lacrosse ball. It's nothing, it's not a play on the names. All it is is an actual lacrosse ball that they play in the, uh, that they use in a sport, correct? Correct. So it's kind of explain to the people, break it down, what actually does a lacrosse ball do and what can it be beneficial for? So your lacrosse ball, it's, it's, it's hard enough to, like if you, you get down on it and roll like for, with, um, like you would do with a foam roller or something like that. But I really use mine for my, my back and my glutes most of the time. They're hard enough to get down in there, but they're just not like so hard where it just, it really hurts to use it. You know, it's, it's, they're, they're, to me, they're the perfect consistency of material uh, for doing stuff like that. But mine, um, I, I spend more time rolling out my, my glutes and hamstrings with this thing more than more than anything so is it kind of a it's kind of to the point where you just find that uh sweet spot and you just keep rolling around with it right kind of working into that uh working into that muscle yeah um <clears throat> kelly Strett always called it a uh, seek and destroy mission and that's what i tell people <laughs> so you you lay down on the ball or you get to your are you up against the wall with it up, up, you know on your back or your shoulder or something like that and you find you seek around until you find something that's that's hurting and then you stay on that knot you know you can you can um take and like tense that muscle up whenever you find that spot take and tense that muscle up real real tight and then let loose and push on it some more and then tense up and let loose every time you tense up and let loose the ball is going to go deeper and deeper into that spot and then just kind of slowly but surely kind of work around that little area until it completely turns loose and you can feel it i like that terminology you said that kind of uh that seek and destroy mm -hmm. yeah so i i love the lacrosse ball but i hate the lacrosse ball i use it a lot i stick it up in my uh like in my lats and kind of roll it out in my shoulder kind of loosen all that mm -hmm. up that's always my trouble area with my uh overhead squats so yeah. oh so good guys so go out get your lacrosse ball you can find these on amazon rogue.com but i suggest go ahead and search It's nothing special about a lacrosse brawl name brand no name brand get the no name brand ones off of amazon uh because all it is is a rubber ball that you could just that you use in there to kind of give yourself that self that self massage kind of loosen those muscles out and get that uh tightness out so stand in line with the uh with the lacrosse ball since we'll just work on mobility type equipment talk about the uh bands the importance of you said i saw earlier you had some uh you carry right. the band around i with carry you. i carry i always have a red band uh, um in my bag with me the red one is going to be more 
it's more the it's one of the smaller ones. It's not the smallest. Mm-hmm. It's probably about the second to the smallest one, where um, you can really, you know, you can use this thing to loosen up your shoulders. Um, you can use it for they uh, using it for using it for. Um, I'm trying to think of the word <clears throat> for finishers after the end of a workout. You can tie okay. it up to the up to a um, pull up rig or something like that and use it at, for your um, uh, resistance work. Okay. Like bicep curls and all that stuff, uh, shoulders. Right. Uh, tricep, tricep pull downs, you know, all that stuff. <clears throat> so versatile. And explain it. So I know I always, when I go into the gym, I always get confused. But I know there's different levels of bands that they have. It's like black, red, uh, right, and different green, brand, purple. different brands are different, you know. So okay, so you can't, so you can't really stick to color as far as the tension goes. Not really. I I don't think you can anyway, because I've seen some different colored ones. But for the most part, your red one is usually going to be one of your smaller ones. When you start getting a little bit bigger, your green one, uh, the green ones are going to be fairly large they're going to be probably twice twice the width of a red one okay so it's going to be stronger so the bigger the width the uh stronger the band is it's kind of how you kind of eyeball is what you're saying right most definitely and it's even something if you don't have them in your bag a lot of gyms have the uh have some type of band that you could uh use even if you don't have a band i know they had that variation where they have the like the rubber the rubber band with the two handles on the side of it that you can kind of manipulate to kind of get the same type of stretches out of that as well. Yeah. So, so bands, those are another good bands. Uh, how much do they normally run? Are they pretty expensive um, or pretty just, just depends. You can, you can get a whole set of about, um, I want to say there's five bands in a set on Amazon for about 35, maybe $40. Hmm. That's a, uh, that, that's not, that's, that's a very how I good buy price. Them. I just buy the whole set of them. Yeah, buy the whole set and just ask any and like uh, hey Naomi had a, a good question. What benefits do band have for squats? IG fitness models love them. <laughs> what are they about? <laughs> so I mean, just like just kind of like that was saying earlier, bands just kind of gives you that uh added resistance when you're yeah. doing like if you just get I say when you're doing body weight to give you that extra little umph to kind of come down and up to kind of help those muscles work a uh a little bit more and squats is maybe something you could use the uh use those high resistance bands for it might not be something that you would use to kind of stretch your shoulders because you're not trying to just give yourself a good shoulder workout but could be used a lot in uh a lot in the squats or even i've seen people use them like for uh what are those called good mornings right you know what I mean? when, good you, uh, mornings. when you get into those advanced movements you kind of mm-hmm. get your skill level up with learning how to manipulate the bands good mornings is another good one if you take that band put it around your neck Stand on it with Stand your feet spread out and bend down. It's a good stretch for your uh, stretch for your back. So it's a very good versatile versatile uh, piece of equipment. So yeah, not you know. only can you use them for uh, resistance, but you can use them to uh, to activate your muscles before you uh, before you make some lifts. Like mm-hmm. you can you can use them to uh, activate your glutes before you're squatting. You know, wake everything up. Get so ready to lift. Man. That's why, CNN, I'm going to answer your question. That's why fitness models love them because they activate the glutes. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's all people want. That's all fitness <laughs> models want to put on Instagram is the glutes. So, right. But I know it's funny. I don't mean to joke about it because that's an important. It's a very large muscle. You got to strengthen it because 
like you said, a lot of people have back problems when they walk or when they squat because they don't activate their glutes when they're doing things like running and doing squats. So not to joke about it, but you see a lot of these, uh, you see a lot of people doing band, ex- band exercises to activate the glutes. So that's very important as we right. joke about it. Your glutes Fitness are mom, probably one of, the, one of the biggest, um, I'm not going to say the biggest, but probably one of the most strongest um, muscles in your body because they do so much. I would, I think, I would think is, I would say, I would say it would be, uh, I would say about, I would say it's one of the biggest muscles. You want to say maybe quad? You think you think about like quadriceps, hamstring, glutes, and your pec, your pectoral muscles. You think overall, right. the the glutes are always in the. They're sitting back there, and if they're not activated right, then your um your quads are going to do most of the work. Then you're going to get quad dominant, and then you know it's a whole nut. We can do a whole nother show on all that. <laughs> But and that's why people have a lot of these ACL problems because the quads are so dominant, right. your hamstring, hamstrings and glutes are weak, and it put it puts that extra strain on, on the muscles. And that's what people don't understand. When I I, I speak a lot about muscle balance, if you don't have muscle balance, because your muscles pulls on your joints and your bones, so if you have an imbalance in those muscles, and if those muscles aren't activating the right way, then it leads to injuries. Because every muscle is in your body for a reason to serve a purpose to aid in movement. So right. if they're not activated right, then you're not moving right and leads to injury. Right. So it's not activating of, right. Then somebody, another muscle is going to take over for it. And then eventually the muscle that takes over for it gets so strong that the other muscle is just like, Oh heck, I'm just going to hang out. I don't even need to do <laughs> yeah, anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sit over here on the couch and eat potatoes and uh, potatoes happens. and drink soda water. So, man, so bands are very, very important to have. Very important yet versatile piece of equipment to have in your backpack. Uh, So, moving on. So, we have the crossballs, talk about bands. What else can we, what else in your bag we get around that will aid in, you know, kind of that mobility? I know foam, I would say foam rollers, but those are kind of, those are right. kind of very large to have, but they do have similar ones that you could find as like those little individual rollers that you could use, like on right. your leg and stuff like that. I have, a, uh, foam rollers. I have an orb. These are called, this is called an orb. So it's soft like a uh, foam roller. Okay. So kind of does get into those thing. bigger spots. Cool. Foam mm-hmm. rollers. Mr. Jeremy Fermo says massage gun. Yeah. Uh, so I, don't you own, to... I don't own a massage gun. Uh, I made one uh, <clears throat> out of a golf ball and a good. screwdriver. You made, you made one that was a power drill. <laughs> it wasn't a massage gun. <laughs> but see, so I would like a year ago, I would have said no because they were. I thought they were severely overpriced for what for what they were. But now that the patent is out and more companies are making them, these things yeah. are a lot more affordable. You can find a good one for about. Uh, I think Naomi brought me one for my birthday. For about 60 bucks and that i carried around with me everywhere i go and those things it's like real it kind of serves as that uh like that lacrosse ball you can really get in there and kind of give yourself that uh self-massage they have the different uh head connection pieces that you put in there i think they have the two-prong one they have like the one that's a straight bullet that's straight pain then they have like a ball that's like the lacrosse ball so yeah that's a good one massage guns are um massage guns are very good and they're very affordable now so I wouldn't yeah. say you don't have to go with the uh, bigger brands like the Theragun that normally runs about two hundred dollars, which I think is kind of 
if you have the money to spend on it, go for it. But if you can yeah. find one of these cheaper ones that serves that you're just going to be using that serves the same purpose, go ahead and get the uh and get that cheaper gun because that license, the patent is up. So now everyone has the uh kind of the engineering to make that motor a lot more quieter. Yeah. One that has sounds like you're trying to <laughs> do, uh trying to nail hammers in a wall or yeah. soft wall something. The one, I, the, made, uh, the one uh, I made, you needed uh hearing protection to use it. <laughs> hearing protection and use it so all right so those are kind of some mobility things uh that you could get into it might be a little advanced for your uh first time gym goers but something that you definitely should add to your gym bag especially if you somebody who suffer from mobility or to kind of help you get those stretches in your workout or even when you are on your lunch break or if you're traveling resistance bands are good to have to get you a good workout in the uh in the hotel room. So uh, another right. question came up. I think people really like this uh, gym bag stuff is for first time gym goers. What do you absolutely have to have in your bag? So I think now we transition into, so I'll say this is a good segue into the protecting your hands, hand protection when you're in the gym. So yeah, I know the old saying is if you, 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 you people who wear gloves, wear hand gloves are weak. They're not, it's not, it's not a manly thing to do, but hey, I don't want to walk around with calluses on my hands all day, uh, blisters. So I want to keep my hands protected. So, yeah. So um, I use uh, victory grips. Victory grips. Okay. Right. Explain the, the victory the, grips. As far as I'm concerned, I've owned several different uh, types of grips through the years. And these right here are absolutely the best ones I've ever found. Okay. They're made of real leather. Um, <clears throat> the particular ones I wear have three holes in them. Some of them just have two, but I like to have the um, the three hole ones. Okay. Is there any just, difference between the three hole and two hole, or is it just pretty much? The three much hole perfect? is a little bit wider. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit wider. It fits your. It covers your whole hand. So but, I use uh, a similar one. Victor, Victor grips, don't they have don't they have ones that you could that I don't want to say disposable ones are the ones that kind of stick to your hand more? Or was that another brand, not Victory um, Grips? Um I don't know about all that. Okay. I could These be are wrong. the only ones I've ever owned. I, I know they make some different ones. They they make them um that don't even have holes that the straps a lot longer. You just kind of hold oh. the strap in your hand. Oh. So similar to the Victor grips, the ones you use, I use the uh, Waddies, the Waddies yeah. by uh, mm -hmm. Jerkfit. Yeah. And the reason I like the Waddies is because, like you said, they come in the same thing. They come in a two-hole or three-hole version, which is kind of your preference. What these do is they provide me with that extra, uh, as you can see, it kind of wraps around. Yeah. So it provides that extra uh, wrist support that helps me when I'm you know, moving from movement to movement. I say cycling a barbell. To uh, right. say if I'm going from deadlifts or going to pull-ups, I don't have or going from uh, cleans to pull-ups, bench press to pull-ups. I don't have to worry about uh, taking a rip strap off. They kind of serve a dual purpose and uh, mm -hmm. aid in wrist, you know, wrist health and all that. So, but like I say, right. these gloves, these aren't necessarily be considered gloves. You wouldn't want to. I mean, you wouldn't use these if you was just going to the gym, doing regular uh, bodybuilding type type workouts these are more like what would you call your gymnastics type uh right. grips, these correct? are gymnastics grips okay is what they gymnastic are. grips so yeah so 
So gymnastic grips are specifically for gymnastic type movements. You're getting on the gym. I know uh, Bear Complex makes a good brand. You have the uh, Victory Grips. Who else makes a good those uh, those grips like that? Uh, Rogue sells some pretty good ones. Uh, they're Rogue, just Rogue okay. brand. Rogue <laughs> has those good gymnastic grips, and I have, like I said, I have the ones that are from Jerk Fit, which aren't. They're not leather. Like the ones, like a lot of the other ones, gymnastic grips that you have, these are more of a nylon, really tough nylon, nylon uh, uh, material. And I've been having these victory, I've been having these wadis for about three years now, three years, and I yeah, use them pretty good. Huh? You've been having them for that long? Yeah, I've been having them for three years. So, That's and it's very, and I would say it's very important to have grips if you're going to do a high volume of gymnastic moves because. It's just friction on your hands. I mean, you want to protect yeah. your hands. You don't want to get blood. You don't want to say blood clots. You don't want to get those blisters that bleed because all mm -hmm. it's going to do is put you out for, for, an extended, for an extended period of time. It makes grabbing that barbell very, very, very tough. So get you a pair of uh, pair of grips, pair of grips. Now, right. so if you transition into that, into more of the bodybuilding style, you have just the regular uh, – the regular gym gloves that you would use to kind of protect your hands doing uh doing lifts or whatever. So right, and everybody, there's a ton of different ones. Uh, I carry just these mechanics gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go straight from the gym straight into fixing somebody's mm -hmm. truck if you need to out in the in the parking lot, huh? But I promise they'll do the job. And what did you get those? But so because I mean, if you break it all down, a gym glove is nothing but tough leather or tough canvas that's durable, correct? Right. It's nothing. I mean, how much those mechanics gloves probably go for? About um, ten to fifteen dollars. Ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah. And just like we and just like we say with the uh, uh, just like we talk about with the gym bags, make sure you get you some uh, get you some gloves that are actually pretty uh, that are pretty good material. Like test the material out before you use them. Read reviews. And only read the reviews and make sure and test the longevity of them, especially if you're somebody who's going to do a lot of uh, Olympic lifts. You got to think about the turning in your hand, especially a lot of uh, barbell lifts, a lot of because you got to think about sweat. You got to think about the chalk you're going to put on them and thinking about actually when you wash them, you want to make sure they're actually durable when you wash them and then keep their integrity as well. So gymnastic grips, bodybuilding gloves and uh, wrist wraps as well. Right. We, I forgot to uh, mention this. <clears throat> Whenever you get down to the, uh, we talked about the mobility stuff earlier. Um, <clears throat> everybody should have one of these. Oh, it's what's that? Voodoo floss. Oh man, that's so it's painful. Just a, <laughs> it's just a big long rubber band. See, just on the end, and it's open ended. Oh. You wrap it around whatever. <clears throat> whatever muscle you're trying to loosen up you, your elbow your forearm your quads wrap it around there real real tight and you can floss all the all the uh junk junk <laughs> of your i think the science behind it i'm gonna go a little bit just one step above saying junk with my uh, bad time <laughs> it's the fact that what it does it helps stimulate blood flow into the area and all we know blood carries all the nutrition all the oxygen and everything kind of helps stimulate that uh recovery into that particular muscle to help it heal a lot better and when you say wrap it up 
is very similar to if you're wrapping the uh wrapping the ankle or wrapping the uh tight muscle or muscle that you pulled with uh with the you know with the stuff you wrap with the band-aid stuff that you wrap it up with you do the similar same similar thing with uh with the voodoo floss so the name is scary but what it does <laughs> it used to stimulate blood flow to a certain area to kind of help with healing and help with recovery as well i know yeah. i use the voodoo floss a lot when i uh when that one competition i did the norby's games i did when i pulled my hamstring on that clean yeah. I think I actually put the voodoo floss on my leg. Not to do it as tight, but it as loose, and it helped me through the rest of the. Uh, uh, you kind of used it as a brace. As a brace, and kind of helped me out through the rest of the workout. So voodoo floss is very good, very good stuff. So, but back yeah, to hand grip. Yeah, Go Jeremy. Ahead. I guess uh, you could use them for occlusion training, Jeremy. Inclusion training. Occlusion. Explain. That's my first time hearing that term. It's whenever you wrap. Uh, wrap up one of your muscles say you're gonna work your biceps and you wrap them mm -hmm. up and re you restrict the restrict the the flow going to those muscles and work them under under restrictions huh you never seen anybody Man. do that i haven't seen anybody do that before yeah is that kind just, of, i guess i guess it's so does that helps uh helps grow the muscle kind of same concept right uh, yeah yeah same concept okay. That's a new term, inclusion training. That's actually my first time hearing that. And Jeremy also makes another good when he talks about uh, chalk or uh, liquid chalk. So, of course, carrying chalk around in your gym bag could be a very, uh, a very messy situation. And I keep, I personally keep chalk on me in my, uh, my home, my personal gym. And I know a lot of uh, bodybuilding type gyms, a lot of the not bodybuilding type gyms, correction, a lot of global gyms or against you using chalk in the gym because they don't like you know it's not their yeah, style it's gonna make a mess it's gonna make a mess <laughs> so i don't know this i think liquid chalk might be a better option for uh for those individuals who are going to a gym that's not that's your particular global gym that frowns upon the uh powerlifting style workouts but yeah chalk is something definitely that i keep on myself because i have yeah. my home gym and i go to a crossfit style gym but liquid chalk could be a good alternative if you're going to the global type gyms to kind of help with your grip and kind of help protect your hands. So, because we're not, like I always said, when you're doing a heavy deadlift, I don't want sweat to be the limiting factor of me not being able to pick up, to pick up, pick up a particular, uh, particular weight. So, right. Another thing yeah. I use, I use these uh, wrist wraps. I have these. I got these wrist wraps from Academy. I can never pronounce this name of this brand, but if I spell it, maybe that H A R B I N G E R. That uh, this the it's the uh, it's that typical a uh, brand that you would see at Academy. Yeah. These ran mm -hmm. these ran me about uh about eight bucks, eight to ten bucks. They're very good for uh, wrist support. I know you say, hey, I don't need wrist support, but my whole thing is, why would you want to? Support your joints, especially as you get older and as things start wearing down. The more support you have, the longer you're able to the longer you're able to work out. So don't feel bad about using support, knee wraps, and all that stuff when you're actually working right. out. So. And I use just the um, these are called the Train Aggressive makes these. I buy them off of Amazon. They're about eight dollars for for a pair of them, but they're just the big long wraps. You keep wrapping them around your wrist. <clears throat> and uh, when you get them on there, you, you can tighten them up by mm -hmm. by, by uh, 
twirl them with the with the way you wrapped, or you can loosen them by uh, <clears throat> coming off of it a little bit. But uh, these are probably the, some of the best ones I've ever used. Okay, wrist wraps. I love wrist wraps. I use them. I use my wrist wraps all the time. If I go to the gym and I don't have my wrist wraps or my grips, I know it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a long day. They my it's my crutch sometimes. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy uh, says right here he wants a wrist wrap de demonstration. So <laughs> on these, see they have the stitching on these right here. Uh huh. <clears throat> I put the stitching towards my hand. Let me see if you can see it. Towards my hand. Yeah, okay, like this. yeah you can see it now. So you just yeah. you just get it going, <clears throat> and then just start wrapping it on here. And you don't have to wrap it real, real tight. Just get it, just fairly snug it up. You got the, the strap. You just put this strap on underneath what you just wrapped over it. And like I said earlier, you take it and just turn it. Huh. It kind of keep keeps it. it. And that tightens it up. Huh. Interesting. And they're there. <laughs> pretty cool and that's and that's kind of one of the reasons i used i used the old traditional traditional ones kind of the same concept that that has is but it's not it's more of the uh it's more of the velcro material with the traditional uh thumb yeah, these are going to be more softer yeah more pliable material than those those are going to be a little bit more of a these stiffer the same material way take them, wrap around there tight have the position in there for your thumb. And like I say, these are these when these are on, these is like for hey, I'm about to get I'm about to lift something heavy. Right. It's a I want to say it's a lot of wrist restriction, but it keeps this more I like the more rigid feel when I'm going and lift heavy weights because I had problems before with my wrist and it kind of helps me out. So and that's one of the reasons why I like the uh jerk fit because they actually have their uh theirs are actually has the wrist wraps built into them with yeah. the uh with the with the grip so if you want to if you want to uh wrist wraps or uh wrist wraps that could dual that could serve a dual purpose and kind of give you that extra grip and this canvas on here is the same material as what you will find in any weightlifting glove so these are good cross-functional type uh gym straps yep <clears throat> so like these whenever i put these these particular wraps on Mm-hmm. And then I put my my uh oh so you could oh you so you could put your uh thing on there with your okay got you right got you and so when you go do a workout you just take your two fingers out the uh out the thing and let them let them hang mm -hmm. to the side okay yeah. cool yeah. so wrist wraps yeah guys get you guys uh wrist wraps are very good it's something it's essential that I keep in my uh keep in my gym bag as well that's what Naomi says so beginner wise get you some gym gloves to, uh to kind of keep you going so yeah next up we have so we let's move on to the uh, since we all into the wrist wraps transitioning segue in, into body support type equipment that you would have uh i just want to brag on this a little bit because i just went splurged on a new uh new weight belt we're gonna talk about weightlifting belts and i got just got this uh <clears throat> two poo weightlifting belt has some pretty good reviews this style is actually called the uh, Texas, no, the ranch style because it has that kind of, it's the nylon with that faux leather on the outside of it that's really good. 
And one reason I went with the nylon type band is because it's more, it's easy to use transition wise from doing a heavy lift and then going actually into, into those CrossFit style movements. So even if you're running and doing box jumps and stuff like that. Now I know I have one of the more rigid brands. I have one of your old school traditional type leather uh, leather bands. And it's from that same brand that you can get from Academy. Runs about 30 bucks. This one is the old school solid leather, leather gym bag, right? Leather gym band right here. That's, you strap it on, you strap it in tight. And it's tough to breathe with that thing going. I use that one when I'm more or less time trying to uh, get a heavy one rep or something like that. Not yeah. too good when you're doing a, uh, doing a walk because it's not as rigid and not as movable. You use a, uh, do you normally keep your own belt or you just use the you know, ones that you have? I the, don't. Uh, <laughs> um, I had bought a belt several years ago. And uh, since then, um, I put on a couple of pounds. It won't fit me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've never really been one to use a belt a whole, whole lot because um, back early on, I, I did a lot of reading about uh, about using belts and stuff like that, and um, in, it's my opinion that a belt can almost um, it can almost hamper you more than it can help you in the mm -hmm. long run. Because if your if your core is strong enough, you don't really need a belt because your core is what protects your back. So all the belts doing. It's reminding you to keep your keep your core your, tight, uh, core tight, you know, and it helps. It helps you keep your core a little bit tighter. But I've always felt like if you if you have a strong enough core and you're good enough at bracing yourself, then you really don't even need a, a belt. But that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. also, I, I mean, don't I like wearing agree. them because uh, one thing is like in a CrossFit workout. Um, I have a hard enough time breathing as it is. I don't need something squishing me. <laughs> and that's and that's true. And one thing I know another thing I also read about uh belts is you don't wanna you don't want them to become a crutch when you Correct. use them when you're in a workout. So I know I use them a lot when uh I use the belts when I'm getting up to my rule of thumb is eighty per once I get up to eighty percent of my one rep max. If I know I'm gonna be a heavy clean and I'm doing some one rep type lifts, that's when I uh that's when I lock in and I use my uh, I use my belt. And a lot of times, I uh, if I know I'm going to be doing a, in a CrossFit workout and I have a high volume of deadlifts that I'm going to be doing, I would normally give myself a little extra support to my back just because I struggle. Now, I don't want to say struggle, but my back kind of gets tightened up a little bit better. And it yeah. could be a crutch, but it's just kind of my comfort zone for that extra support. But it shouldn't like right. that was saying it shouldn't be – the end all be all it shouldn't be something that you rely on to keep your core tight. It yeah, should be I, something that you use to aid. Exactly. And I agree with you hundred percent about whenever you start getting into that 80% range, 80% of your one rep max, then yeah, I throw the belt on there. But I see people walking around with them on like all the time, you know, yeah, when no, we go into no. the gym and there's like, as soon as we get finished warming up, they're putting their belt on and I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, what are you Yeah. You're not doing like yourself you said, any good. <laughs> yeah, when I'm like in the lighter ways, I like to give my core muscles time, you know, get that stability, get them stronger. Kind of like you said, if you're not using the core muscles and if the belt is always there, then 
that belt is going to be the, that your muscles aren't going to work as hard. So they're going to be right. like, okay, well, you got the belt on, you have that compression. We don't have to do as much work. So exactly. yeah, kind of echo like Jeremy said, he had a, a lever belt and it, and it kind of broke his, uh, I think he it said broke it broke his, rib. uh, broke his ribs, man. Hmm. Those, I didn't see those lever belts. Are those, those, uh, yeah, that's what I've I have. Those. Okay. I have it. It's out in the garage. I didn't bring it in. It's all dirty. It's all dirty and dusty. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's why I'm switching to the uh switching to something that's a little more more soft, a little bit that's not as rigid, that's something that's more maneuverable and breathable. Because the leather belt, it does sticks in there if you get it too tight and it restricts your breathing a lot. So oh yeah. So moving on from belts, my favorite. I don't care what you say about these, that I'm gonna use these till the day I die. I don't care if they making my legs weaker or not. I go. I go absolutely nowhere without oh, yeah. without my knee sleeves. <laughs> right, and my knee sleeves are out in the truck. I didn't bring them in the house because they don't smell too good. I got to buy oh, these... some new ones. I, um, I, I've been trying to get on road to buy some new ones here. Like, I need to do it like right now because my other these ones things are a lifesaver for me. Yeah, they like are. I said, I don't use I don't use them when I'm in lighter weights. I kind of wait till I get up to that seventy five percent. On up range, or if I'm doing a high volume of uh of lifts of like air squats, uh especially for pistols. But these things are a lifesaver. My particular brand, I don't suggest any other brand besides Reband. That's me. Yeah. That's the that's yeah, the brand I, I use. These things are like uh $35 for one. Right. I actually had a buddy. He ordered them. Then he got mad when it came in because it was only one knee sleeve. I was like, man, <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy two. But these things are life-saving. I think these are, which is the common person where I suggest everyone get is the uh, seven millimeter, if I'm correct. Is that the uh, standard normal size that everyone would get? I don't know. That sounds kind of thick. So these the one, these the ones I get. I know they have... The, I know they have the different one, like different five millimeter and seven millimeters. Some that use are really restrictive that you can only use like squatting up that you can't uh, that you can't actually walk around in. I know these yeah. these and these sleeves aren't fun to run in. You could run in them, but they're not fun to run in. I could do box jumps and I could still do uh, double unders with these yeah. with these uh, with these reband knee sleeves on. So anytime I do um, a lot of burpees. Um, any type of squatting, I'll have those on for sure. Yeah. And a good knee, pr knee protection for lunges. Anytime yeah, you're doing lunges, lunges, they're really good protection. So yeah. your knees are very important. Protect your knees. Get you some knee sleeves. Don't go cheap. Yeah, I don't suggest going to Academy and getting those ones that, that got the hole in the front that you pull up. They won't last. No. You're wasting, you'll, be, you'll be buying a new pair. So let's say those cost $19.99. They might last you two or three months. They're going to lose the stability. They're going to lose some of the elasticity in them. As you roll them down, come up. As you wash them and clean them, go ahead and spend 35 39 bucks and get these. Uh, get you. You don't, I mean, they have many options. You can get the camel ones for extra $10 if you want. But get yeah. the plain Jane blue ones. These are 39 You can get them on Rogue.com. Amazon sells them as well. I don't know if Reband site actually sells them or they just apply other people to sell them. I'm not sure. I'm I not sure, but I know where you can go buy them directly. But I just buy mine from Rogue. Reband knee sleeves, seven millimeter. Measure your thigh. So they actually, they actually on there. They have the sizing chart. 
So check out the sizing chart, measure your leg, I think at the top of the thigh and your calf, and it kind of tells you what, what size that you want to get. Because you yeah. don't want it too big and you don't want it too tight to where it restricts blood flow and it restricts your uh, movement in your knees itself. So, But one good thing about those is not only do they protect you, but they uh, and they, they compress so they keep everything held together, but they also keep everything all nice and warm in there. Yes, <clears throat> to where all the every it just stays nice and pliable. I guess that's like a good way to put it. And, and you don't realize how good they are until you leave them at home. You have to do a workout. You have to do a bunch of right. air squats without the knee sleeves on. So yeah, it's a big knee difference. sleeves are very really big, huge difference, huge difference. So also right. you have things like you also have uh other things that you could have in your gym bag: compression sleeves for your uh, arms to kind of help with the tendonitis that you get. Compression sleeves for your uh, calf muscles, as well. I know people normally can run in those things. So I think Mike Burkett up at the top, he said uh, those compression type type sleeves for your calves when you're doing rope climbs to kind of right. help with uh, kind of help uh, with protect protection. your shins from the rope. From the rope, yes. So those yeah. are uh, very good. And then a lot, I think Naomi even made a point. She asked what type of uh, socks. That you could get, but they have a lot of now. They have the compression socks. It kind of serves as that uh that same type of thing that goes up to your uh to your calf muscle to just give your muscle that extra support down there. Right. So. Before I um uh, years ago, before I had my my good knee sleeves, um, <clears throat> I always carried a, a pair of long socks in my bag. That way, you could put the if you knew if we got there and they had a lot of crazy rope climbs in there, I'd just put those um those long socks on to help protect my shins and everything <laughs> from getting all Man. burned up by the rope. But now I just take my, uh, my knee sleeves and I just pull them down to, to the top of my yeah. ankles and I let those protect my, my skin. And that's how from you, the shin, from that's the how you know these things are durable because I use them for that same purpose as well yeah. as mm -hmm. like double as my protection from my, uh, when I do my rope climb. So, yeah. yeah. So any type of compression that you need for your muscles to keep those muscles warm, especially if you, if you have a tendency to get like tendonitis, in your joints, uh, if you have a tendency for muscle strains, any type of compression type material, even they even have it built into the compression shorts that you have, mm -hmm. compression socks, compression sleeves, just to kind of keep those muscles muscles warm and keep them tight, keep a lot of that stuff tight in there. So yeah, so I know we we was going to talk about we kind of we running up against our time, so we're not going to get too deep into uh into shoes because we kind of want to we as we was talking beforehand we said hey we're not gonna waste time talking about gym shoes because we could do a whole nother show for you guys right about gym shoes we we I, i'm gonna make the we're gonna make the call or skip that topic but be looking for that show and maybe a couple of weeks we'll go through different type of shoes that you could have in a gym from olympic lifting shoes to running shoes to CrossFit shoes to Metcon shoes to the different shoes that you should have for the different type of workouts that you do, because lo and behold, that plays a huge part in preventing injuries, having a right type yeah. of shoe to use during uh, doing your workout. So we'll have a it show. Does. You're looking you're looking for a show when that comes out. So mm -hmm. that'd be a good one. <laughs> I think we covered just about everything. I know some people had some uh, some very. I would say this segment, this part of the show, we'll talk about some silly stuff, some general stuff that you should keep in your gym bag just for everyday use. One lady, I think Lisa, said deodorant. <laughs> yeah, but you know you can't you can't overlook the uh, the jump rope. Oh yes, man, I forgot about jump rope, Jeremy. Yeah, have... that's another good point. Jump rope. And what brand did you use? 
I use the uh, the RPM jump rope. RPM jump rope. I have the RPM. Ju- I found that RPM jump rope is probably the best jump rope that you could get. I know they have one that's a little bit above the RPM rope, jump rope. The, yeah. I can't think. I'm kind of. I can't think of the name of it right now. But that jump rope is. Uh, it's pretty expensive. It's about one hundred and twenty bucks. But I know the RPM ropes. They got two types of ropes. One <laughs> runs. Gr- yeah. My rope is green. <laughs> My, my rope, rope is, is green, green, so my green screen's not picking it up. But look at it. Woohoo. Yeah, so, uh, so I know that RPM rope, they have one that sells that comes with the uh bear cable, which is a lot faster ropes. Yeah. The bear so the uh bear cable is gonna be a lot faster as you going through the uh as you as you swip as you cycling it through the air. And then they have the ropes that are coated, which is a lot slower. But a more durable when you're doing it on different types of uh types of gym flooring material. I know they yeah. said they don't suggest using the uh using a bear rope for uh when you're on concrete because it's just gonna fray that rope over time, use it on the right type of gym floor, even with yeah, the but coated it, rope. Even the coated ropes are gonna ruin on concrete real fast. So and those and those are typically the uh speed type ropes. I know you have the ropes that have the nylon rope. And you have the ones that are actually just the rope rope that people would mostly use just doing regular uh regular single unders. Mm-hmm. But I know we prefer the speed ropes because we do do double unders. But right, I mean you can find a jump rope. You know, if you don't want to get fancy, you can go find a jump rope for five dollars at Walmart to do regular regular double unders. I mean regular jump ropes, and it'll serve its purpose one hundred percent. So yeah, and like kind of goes through- along. Go ahead. I said, I, I've been through, uh, man, I couldn't tell you how many jump ropes through the years. Then when I finally broke down and bought one of these is the last one I've ever bought. I, I, have a, I got a big bag full of old jump ropes back there. <laughs> I used to think that uh, the it was the jump ropes fault when I couldn't do double unders. So I just get another rope. <laughs> get another rope. <laughs> but no, that RPM rope, one thing I like about it is if you go on a site, you could once you, if your cable wears out, you can buy uh, right. You can buy another cable. If you lose your set screw, they have all the parts that you need to repair your rope. Where you don't have to buy a whole new rope. I think they kind of they can put themselves out of business that way. But you don't have to buy a whole new rope. You could just buy the parts to kind of uh, rebuild your rope together. But yeah, the RPMs like said, you can get another rope for about ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah, just the rope itself. So once you you really say once you buy the handles, it's all about getting the mechanism in the handles, it's all about just getting a new rope once that wears out. But if you're not into the fancy ropes, if you're not into all that high quality double unders, you're just a person that wants to keep a rope to travel with, go get you a cheap rope from uh from Walmart. Yeah, I mean, it serves mm-hmm. the same purpose, it's very versatile, it's something that you could actually uh travel with, keep it in your gym bag and travel with it, whip it out. It's probably one of a very good piece of uh piece of workout equipment next to running is something that you could almost do uh do anywhere. Yep. So jump ropes are very good to have. We'll follow it under miscellaneous. Just about for sure to be able to get your uh, get your heart rate up with a jump rope. Oh yes, definitely <laughs> heart rate up with the jump rope. So some other stuff I keep in my bag. I always keep deodorant. <laughs> That's most important. I always keep deodorant mm-hmm. and a bar of soap in my gym bag. And the reason yeah. I keep bar of soap is like just in case if I'm uh. It's nothing like going to work, getting a full workout in at my gym work, and then not having a soap or deodorant to kind of. Nobody wants to smell anybody that's uh, that's musty. 
in the right. uh, gym, gym stuff. I always, uh, I always carry a, a toothbrush and toothpaste in mine also. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Kind of just kind of, that's what and you're right. I just keep an extra little pocket with those mm-hmm. basic toiletries that I could have whenever I'm in the gym or headed to work or just trying to mix something up. Hey, I might got, Naomi might want to go out to eat when I leave the gym. I got to freshen up my mouth a little bit. Right. So rinse out with the mouth water. <laughs> so you, hygiene material. One, one last uh, thing though is tape. Tape. At that, you got Yeah. You got a grundle pack. So, I mean, we, we, mm-hmm. we on the miscellaneous stuff. Tape. So what does tape provide? It's kind of protect those hands, huh? Right. Um, I use it most of the time, me, to pre- protect my thumbs. If you're doing a lot of snatches, your thumbs are going to get real uh, real sore and tender mm-hmm. from, from hook gripping the bar a lot. And then, uh, like, if you're doing a lot of um, a lot of cleans, like a power cleans, then <clears throat> I have a bad habit of, of getting tired and my, my shoulder, my elbows don't come around the bar fast enough mm-hmm. and i start wearing a uh, a blister right here right mm. here on my thumb <clears throat> and uh, i'll just put this stuff on there and wrap it wrap it right around where i have the problems and there's no problem especially if you hook grip it's very important to have that uh i wasn't a fan of tape because i didn't think i needed until yeah. like you said i formed that blister Right mm-hmm. there, and it just kind of make it just makes it feel better overall having that tape. So right, and you can so, also use the tape your hands if you that skilled. You can tape your hands, tape your wrists up, whatever you need. Tape yeah. is very versatile to have. They're good mm-hmm. miscellaneous item to keep in there along with your toiletries. Uh, I know Lisa up above had said sports bra. I don't know anything about sports bras, but if you're a lady, that's a good uh a good item to keep in your gym bag. And even for guys, yeah. always keep a fresh pair of undergarments in your bag. You never know, you might forget a pair at home. When you're taking your shower and you don't you don't want to put the smelly drawers back on, uh, ladies, you don't want to put that smelly sports bra back on. So just keep an extra pair of uh undergarments in your uh in your bag. So yeah, I think that's about uh I think that covers it all, man. I think if you my gym bag is pretty loaded up. If you all the things everything that you said, I pretty much have in my gym bag for the most mm-hmm. part. If you was to open up my gym bag right now, I was trying to sell my Holly bag. I'm gonna be honest. I'm going to let the cat out the bag. I'm going to sell it because I really want that Noble bag. But I told myself I'm not going to buy the Holly bag. I'm not going to buy the Noble bag if I can't sell this bag. So no point of having two $200 bags no. if I'm only using one of them. So, yeah. So that's all, man. That's uh. So that's all we got today. Uh, Gym Bag Essentials. Uh, stuff that you can put in your gym bag. Uh, we'll have a rundown of it and links to the different things that we uh, talked about today. Uh, being prepared, having a gym bag all goes along with uh, with being prepared when you go to the gym. It's yeah. nothing better than going to the gym, being prepared, being in the right mindset, knowing that you have everything that you need to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish and help eliminate uh Eliminate all excuses. I see you just pulled up a nice little tool there, Thad. What you got? Is that that uh that's what I was talking about earlier with the uh kind of the roller that you would use in lieu of right. the foam roller, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this one you can hold it in your hands and roll out your I call it it's like a rolling pin. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you guys can get a bit just about anything. <laughs> the whole episode, Thad's just been Thad's bag is like a magician's bag. He just pulling stuff out of the left and right. <laughs> You got so thinking, many like, what else do I have in here? I got all kinds of things in there. We don't have that's enough time. That's how big. 
that's how big that Holly bag is that you, I find stuff in my bag and I forget that it's in there. I forget yeah. that the bag is in there. Another note, one more thing I want to say about bag, make sure that it has a compartment for dirty or smelly clothes for your gym yeah. clothes that you have something that you get a separate area that you can put those gym clothes in and kind of let them ventilate and don't let them get that nasty. Once that, once it sits in your car, the bacteria starts forming and gets that nasty smell. So make sure you have an area that you can separate your uh, dirty clothes from your uh, from your clean clothes. That's just yeah, high, this is hygiene one on one. Talking about the guy who never washes his uh, who neatly smell horrible right now. I'm about to go throw them joints into the uh, washing machine. <laughs> That's why I just I washed all my, in the truck. <laughs> yeah, I washed all my I washed all my headbands today. So I called today was my uh was my hygiene gym bag day. I cleaned it out, took go. all my materials out, and wiped them down. So there you go. All right, folks. So thank you for uh, listening to the show. Once again, we will have this up on YouTube that you can come back and watch it. We'll have links to all the things that we talked about. Uh, continue to post your questions. We all like I say we uh, always follow the questions when you post them here on YouTube. Uh, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to our YouTube page. We're making a big uh, a big push to uh, get you guys over to our YouTube page to give you all our good content. Once again, we still have some books to give away. So if you want to do the uh, get you a free copy of the Compete Everyday book, make sure you uh, go like and subscribe to the YouTube page. Go like and subscribe. Go like the uh, IG page. Tag three friends. Send over me at that a message, and I guarantee you you'll get your uh you have your book over in no time. Well, right. very, or, very, uh, very good book. This book is so good. I haven't. You can't remember what all you need to do. Back. If you can't remember what all you need to do, just message me or Ernest, and we'll we'll tune yeah. you up what you need to do to tune uh, you up and to do it. It's also a, also a free a free book. Free book. Who doesn't? Who? So I mean, who doesn't like free stuff? I mean, come on, it's plain and simple. Very good book. Jake, he also was on our show. So if you want to go back and look at him actually talk about his book, is uh his uh podcast episode is on our YouTube page. So make also if you don't like the digital looking at our faces, if you want to just listen to us talk and ramble on, go subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, uh Spotify, uh Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, Podbean, you'll find us there. We're trying to get that Joe Rogan money. So if you want to help us get to that Joe Rogan level of expertise, continue to like all our content, share it with your friends. Most importantly, leave us a comment. And uh, thank you for listening. You got anything else for the people, Thad? No, that's it. Uh, don't forget to come see me on uh, Saturday mornings at 830 at CrossFit Beaumont for my oh, endurance that's a, class. That's, that's, uh, yeah, let's, let me give you some talk, time to talk about that. That's a uh, kickback up again, endurance class. Yeah, uh, we just had our uh, the third one since all this stuff went has went on. Okay, uh, yeah. this past Saturday we finally finally the first two, you know, the participation really wasn't like what it has been, and that's understandable. But we had about twenty four people in the class Saturday. So oh, cool. So guys, make sure you uh make sure you go check out Thad's endurance class Saturday mornings if you want to get away from just traditional style work traditional style. CrossFit workouts with heavy barbell movements, or if you're just a runner, uh, any type of endurance athlete, it's a very good, uh, very good class to help you mix up your uh, training methods. If you're a bodybuilder, go try it out. And like I always, I told my one buddy who's a bodybuilder, I say, what better way to get your cardio in if you do cardio and lift weights at the same time? It's, you're killing two birds with one stone. That's so it. So you guys go check out that it's endurance class starting at eight thirty. 
uh, normally ends about a little bit before 10 o'clock, but is ample amount of time to uh, to stretch throughout the class. Normally workouts last anywhere, but why, what, 25, 30 minutes? It just depends. Uh, usually anywhere from 30 to 50 minutes. 30, 50 minutes? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So y'all check out that's endurance class. And once again, we thank you for joining the show, and we'll see you guys uh, next time. Peace out. See y'all later. Cue the cool drop. Drop, drop.